Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Guys, oh my goodness, it is episode seven. We're, episode, we're almost there. We're almost at the end. We're going to see what happens to this crazy crew. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, it's Sunday night. We're too hot to handle AfterBuzz TV, your after show. My name is Mike Feeling. You know that you love this show. I know you've been rolling with us the whole time, so you know the rest of my panel. First off is Jesse Zayner. Hey, guys. Join us in the live chat. We're in there now. Yes, yes, yes. Talk to Jesse. She wants to hear what you have to say, and she wants to tell all of us, including Tori, what's up. Yes, don't ever hire any of these people to be your accountant besides Kells because they are going to <laughs> blow your money. True. Yeah, well, Kells will probably get angry with you if you spend your own money, right, Kelsey? That's right. But solid advice, Tori. I mean, I'm here for that. Thanks, girl. <laughs> oh, we got all sorts of tips here, financial tips, love tips. We're going to do it all with episode seven. Guys, you've been hanging out with us. You know how we do it. We're going to go through this episode by all the plot points. We'll discuss all the shenanigans. And then, of course, all four of us are going to give some big predictions for what we think is going to go down in the finale. Remember, we're covering the finale tomorrow at 3 p.m. PST. Mm-hmm. Am I right, ladies? Yes, yes, you are. PST tomorrow, which is Monday. But until then, we got to get through this episode that's going to set it up. So let me go back around the opposite way. Let's get some overall thoughts for episode seven. Kelsey. This was a good episode. I was very excited. I was here for it. I was like, ooh, more stuff is happening. I loved the workshop for the ladies. I'm like, I'm going to go do that. You go, girls. All the female empowerment, especially how it started out, like a little caddy with a few of them and then ended positive. I loved it. I loved it. Nice. Tori? Yeah, I'm definitely here for the for the growth. I mean, it did kind of feel like we took like all these steps forward and like a mini step back, but that's okay. I think that we can honestly <laughs> say that there are some solid like relationships in the uh on the I'm gonna say in the pod like it's love is blind but um <laughs> on the island I think that there are some developing relationships so I guess I don't know if the money's worth it but uh, it's it's cool <laughs> might not matter if the money's worth it if it's all gone Jesse I mean I was excited that we had a girls workshop and that they connected like the guys did but I felt like the guys was a little bit better it was like more of a bonding experience sure. for them than the girls so I was looking for a little bit more out of that However, um, aside from that, we're losing a ton of money, but I do feel like there is some growth out of some people. So we're losing a ton of money. I'm glad you said that. I felt the same way. I thought the guys got a lot more out of their gender specific workshop than the girls did. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about it. I actually thought their workshop was a little silly, but we'll go through and, and we'll talk about it. Let's start right at the top. Lydia and David is sleeping together in the same bed. Of course, Francesca and Harry, big brain argument over how to stay oregano. Definitely oregano, definitely not oregano. Oregano. Right? Oregano. Sure. Okay, good. Triple checking. And then we shout out to producer Steven, who's got the mic on. Everybody back at AfterBuzz (laughs) HQ. 
We got one last, one last show, guys. We gotta keep it together. Okay. <laughs> Chloe wants to go on a date with Corey because supposedly he hasn't seen all sides of her yet. Ooh. And however, Corey, and of course, this show, if nothing else, is very good at foreshadowing, doesn't think he really <laughs> likes her that much and straight up tells Harry. And Harry's basically like, yeah, bro, have fun. You know, do you on the island if that's how you feel. Of course, foreshadowing what goes down with them. I thought, and let's get a real real quick around. Jesse, I thought this was an actual uh, bonding moment between the two of them. I, 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 and I was feeling good about it for this point. Between Corey and Chloe? Between Corey and Harry. Kind of broing oh, out and like, oh, okay, yes, like yes, yes, part yes. of us. So that this is where I get mixed up with these guys because I thought that they had a really good like conversation beforehand. So I thought Corey was going to stick to that kind of like the David and Sharon conversation. Like, I think we all are hoping that everybody is friends now and we're getting along and we're growing. Um, But as we can see, that's not exactly what happens. Yeah. I'm going to ladies, do you agree? Tori, Kelsey, we're kind of feeling it or no. I thought that they were going to have some type of respect, but honestly, like it was kind of 50, 50, just because mm. of how Corey has been kind of coming into all of this and his opinions on everything. I, I wasn't too confident that he was just going to respect boundaries just because he had one conversation. And obviously like he didn't. <laughs> right. Right. Kelsey same. I kind of agree. I mean, I was the initial one to be like, yes, I love Corey. He's attractive. And then he opened his mouth and I was like, come on, Corey. So right. I didn't think, I think that he, when I was watching, I was like, oh, he's BSing this whole thing. And I agree with you, Mike. It's like the foreshadowing in this show is phenomenal. So you're like, this is happening for a right. reason. Yeah. And he's about to go after Francesca. Like, yeah. come on now. Good, good, good. Good on you, editors. Very good job. Yeah, I'm right? going to partition. Let's partition the next part out because it's probably the one and only time we're actually going to be serious for the tonight and tomorrow, I'm guessing, for the rest of this show. It comes out that Rhonda has a son. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Rhonda has a son and she's trying to decide when the right time is to tell Sharon. Obviously, uh, in a brand new relationship, if there are single parents, that's going to be a big deal. When do you introduce your kid uh, to your potential mate, right? Because if you're going to introduce the kid, that's already signaling that this is, you know, more serious, or at least traditionally, that's the way I I tend to look at it. And then later during the ladies exercise, she kind of Uh, purposely or lets it slip that she has a kid and all the women know now and then she takes Sharon aside and she says I'm just missing my kid she just kind of slips it in there and he seems really really cool with it my question and I don't want to get hate in the comments or anything like that so let's just put it up right now no judgment whatsoever we're not judging let's just have the discussion Uh, I immediately thought back and I'm going to date myself to the original Temptation Island Okay, which is a similar-ish vein to this kind of show. When they found out that the one couple had a kid, they cut them from the show immediately. Like, no, 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 you're not going to do this show. Uh, you guys are going to go to counseling instead to try to. Obviously, it's a little bit different because that was potential marital things. Um, do you guys? Did you have any kind of weird sense that she participated in this show because she had a kid? And this show is kind of promoting a lot of promiscuity. You know what I mean, Jesse? No. Oh. I mean, I did, I actually really didn't think anything of it. Um, 
I, I just didn't. I mean, we're all humans and we're all just like, you know, just trying to make it. No one, like who can say what's right and wrong, but I agree. Like the show is like a little promiscuous, but I still don't find that there's anything wrong with it. And like, I really feel like she has done a good job the entire time of the way that she's portrayed herself, even in the intros, which we've talked about before being yeah. very rough. I've always liked her from the beginning. So I think she does a really good job on the show. I never thought like when she had it, when she said she had a kid, I was never like, Oh my God, you shouldn't be on the show. Um, because again, like we're all humans and we all make mistakes and whatever else, but I think she's doing a good job. And I mean, just cause you're a parent, I mean, cause I am a parent, like you don't lose who you are, you know, I mean, you do kind of because you you're different, but you don't lose everything about you. So I think it's cool that she went on the show. And I think when she did it for the girls, it was almost like a test to see how they were going to take it yeah. before mm -hmm. she did it to Sharon. Cause mm -hmm. she just kind of threw it out there. And I thought the girls had known, but they didn't, but everyone mm -hmm. took it well. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I think it was kind of like a yeah. test. Tori, what did you think of the whole child revelation here? Yeah, it was really interesting because um, I, I guess the viewers kind of found out at the same time. Am I right? I think we all found out at the same time yeah, that she yeah. had a son. But like Jesse said, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, I think in the early ages of reality TV, having a kid and being on a reality show, specifically a dating one, was like this big thing and it was pretty taboo to do. But I think as TV has evolved, it's not that much of a I don't want to say like issue, but it's not that big of a topic. And I think as long as she's comfortable with it, you know, her family's okay. And that eventually when it gets down the line and I guess she'll explain to her son, the reality TV that she's done, as long as she's comfortable with that, I think there's no problem. And like Jesse said, I think she's carried herself in a very respectable way throughout this entire series. Yeah. Kelsey, what'd you think? Yep. I agree wholeheartedly with you both. I think that from the beginning, she's been one that we all have said, she holds herself well. She, you know, kind of has shown up and given her all and been who she was like, and not, she doesn't come across as like this promiscuous mm -hmm. person. She was there for a relationship and for the connection and for like self-growth. And I mean, yeah, when it comes to that time, we don't, her son's young, I'm assuming, you know, it's like when it comes to that time, she's going to have to explain to him. And I don't think that she did anything wrong. Yeah, I knew when they brought it up that we were going to have to talk about it on mm -hmm. the show because it's probably the only literal serious kind of thing. Whenever yeah. you have kids come in, it makes everything a little bit more serious and you got to take it serious. And so I knew we had to talk about it, but I honestly agree with all you guys. I think she's handled it herself, not it. She's handled herself completely on the up and up uh, with a lot of class. She broke the rules, right? But it was for kissing and an actual relationship. And while she kind of entertained David a little bit, you know, she really made the right, I think the right choice with Sharon and she mm -hmm. kind of maintained true to finding that relationship and, you know, going through the whole point of the workshop and the retreat to kind of go deeper and establish a really strong, meaningful connection. And it's kind of proof that she did because if she didn't, we probably wouldn't know about the kid in general anyway. She probably would never right. have brought it up. Mm -hmm. So I kind of applaud her, and from what sh the way Sharon reacted, seems like it's going pretty good. Seemed like he was down. It was cool. Of course, time's going to tell if any of these crazy kids stay together after the show wraps. But um, I think mm -hmm. his reaction is probably as good as you could possibly expect for a single mom coming in and having to tell a new boyfriend, "Hey, I have a kid." So I thought that was pretty awesome. Very, very good, good, good. Okay. We'll move on. Now let's get back to being silly and ridiculous. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now, Corey 
starts to move in a little bit on Francesca. Right mm-hmm. when he was done talking to Harry and we had a little bro out, little bro code thing. We heard about bro code, but he's nuzzling up to her in the pool, asking if she's going to make any more mistakes and yada, yada, yada. And of course, <laughs> uh, foreshadowing, hook it up. Lana comes through and tells Corey that he gets to pick a date. First time I think anybody has picked an official date from Lana, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Corey, right in that moment, who did you think he was going to go with? Oh, I knew it was going to be trouble when they said that he had the option to pick. I was like, he is not picking Chloe, which breaks my heart. I knew I knew he was going to pick Francesca. Like, just the way that he's been talking in the confessional, I was like, I already know how this is going to play out, unfortunately. Kelsey, did you think Chloe had a shot? No. No, no, no. no. I totally agree. You knew he was, I mean, yeah, given the option and the way they, like, produced it and portrayed it, it was like, he wouldn't have gotten the option if they knew he was going to pick Chloe and obviously he wasn't, you know, so yeah. just to stir up some trouble, they gave him the option. And of course, Jesse Kells loving this because this feels like some kind of karma, I guess, coming back around, but ever the <laughs> scholar, of course, makes that keen observation. You don't walk in someone else's shoes. You should always have your own footsteps and your own shoes. <laughs> was happening did you think chloe had a shot is this sweet revenge somehow what is this so i didn't think chloe had a shot because originally when they first came to the island he said he liked francesca Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i was like you know i was waiting for that moment but i still am in the mindset that they are here to screw things up so when she said who are you gonna pick i'm like oh i'm gonna pick francesca because he's the guy that's here to bomb all these relationships like the grenade that he Mm -hmm. is Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a grenade. Yes. If we find out tomorrow on the last episode that that's truly what they were there for, I know. That would be amazing. And of course, guys, if you're watching us, you know, After Buzz has you guys covered throughout this quarantine. We're doing after shows mm-hmm. still for all the shows that you guys love. Give us a subscription, give us a thumbs up, rate us five stars, all the good stuff. Jesse's live with you guys right now in the chat. So let us hear what you guys think about all these crazy situations. Let us give you some shout outs as we go through this. Of course, he does pick Francesca. No big surprise there, right? And Francesca finds out about it while she's hanging out with Harry, right? And Sharonda, right? Mm -hmm. So we have the only two solid couples Mm -hmm. hanging out with each other. And then Lana comes through and says, you know, Francesca... Uh, 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 sorry, Corey wants to go on a date with you. <laughs> and for a split second, I'm going to be honest, she says to Harry, I thought this is very endearing. She says, I don't want to go on a date with him. I want to go on a date with you. Tori, mm-hmm. in that split second, did you think she was just going to flat out refuse? Yeah, I did actually, because Harry made it, I think right after that, he was like, yeah, we haven't even had a date yet. And I think yeah. it would be fair to like the person that you have a connection with. That's obviously the person that you want to spend quality time with. So I, I thought in that split second that she was going to be like, I'm not going unless somebody sets up a date with Harry and I. Yeah. And of course, this, and Harry. <laughs> our smarmy uh, commentator kind of keeps us hanging on and on and on. And Jesse, we know that she does decide to go on a date with him literally saying i'm ready for a test i wrote this down somewhere i'm ready for her test and and my inner urges want me to go i mean is there any reason besides good television to say yes to this instead of just 
keeping on the straight and narrow? No, I really thought that she was just not going to go on the date. And I was like, wow, you are a changed woman. And then she's like, I, I can, I can like stand up to this test. But then in the like confessional, she was like saying things like, you know, just things that the old Francesca would say, which is exactly what the narrator was saying. And I'm like, girl, you could not have come this far with this guy. And now you're going to go back and do all this. I was like, oh my God. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what she was when thinking. She, when she accepted and we found out she was going to go, did you think that's it? Her and Harry are over. They're done now. No, no. I didn't no. think that at all. Um, I didn't think that they were going to be done. I do think that it was probably wise to just kind of go with her gut feeling, which is refuse the date. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you give people an inch, they take a mile and a half. And I just feel like <laughs> it would have, mm-hmm. I think maybe mm-hmm. it would have been a stronger statement if she just would have left him on that day by himself just so mm. she like there was nothing in his mind that even thought that he had a chance and then that wouldn't have caused anything with Chloe either and yeah. I think that's a much stronger statement like sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all and I yeah. don't I'm like I understand mm-hmm. her point that she went down there to you know just kind of like shut it down and tell him exactly how she felt about Harry but I mean I don't know like in my head I feel like he still felt like he got a little victory because she gave him the time of day she did but in that victory comes some kind of defeat because now Chloe is super pissed, right? So Rhonda comes through, the girls are in, the, it seems like the girls are constantly doing their makeup. The girls are in the makeup chairs in front of the mirrors <laughs> and Rhonda tells Chloe that, you know, Corey is going to take Francesca and she all about kind of loses it, just kind of goes off completely. Obviously we know now, you know, she wasted $3,000 kissing him. She gets super upset. Nicole gets upset for her. What's the overall thought, Kelsey? Does she have a right to be really pissed, or is it just like, come on, this is reality show dating? You guys weren't engaged or anything, whatever. You know, I think she has a right to be pissed at Corey. I, where I don't think she has the right to be pissed is I don't think she has the right to be like super pissed at Francesca. To be honest, I hate mm-hmm. when girls like get mad at other girls and completely forget, like forget about the guy. But she dressed up like a Barbie, Kelsey. I know. Dressed up like Barbie. Barbie. And and Francesca kind of like came to this like revelation at the end. She was like, "Yes, I should have. I should have been more considerate and aware of your feelings." But I'm like, do not like shit on her. We should be shitting on Corey. I think she had the right to be mad, and I think that he led her on. And even she said she was like, "You said you wanted to go on a date with me, so don't say you want to go on a date with me." And then when you have the choice to choose. Like, you're not going to pick me. I would have been pissed too. I think she was a little too crushed, but I also think she was crushed because he was the shiny object, the new shiny object that she actually, I think, maybe had the most interest in out of all of these guys. So I think she was just a little like burned, felt a little burned by that. But again, yeah, I think she could be mad at him because screw Corey, but like, I don't think she should have been mad. I Not mean, she didn't examine her yoni yet, so she didn't truly know who to You're be so mad right. at. You're at so right. Point. You're so right. Right. So, <laughs> um, Harry says, I think rightly so, like how he's pushed past kind of who he is to be with her. He says there's no way she's going to make a mistake or anything. In that moment, I was like, Harry, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, you got maybe a 50-50 shot that she just, like, goes to the fantasy suite on her own accord with this guy and break the lock and, and do whatever. So, but we get a very kind of innocent date between the two of them. Uh, she basically 
like this kind of weird flirty thing, right, Jesse? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're so hot and blah, whatever. And then at the end, she just says, what Harry and I have is is impossible to Rare. find and I don't want to ruin it. And yeah. I thought, wow, you really turned this into an epic relationship in a very little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I was worried for a little while and I actually was feeling bad for Harry because he was like laying in the bed with David and I'm just like, oh, these like you know. hours or minutes must be like killing him trying to find out what's going to happen. And nothing she, else to do. Yeah, I know. And he just has to think about it. And I was worried because she was acting like flirting and stuff with Corey. So I was just like, don't mess this up. I definitely thought she was going to the way he was talking in all these reality shows. They always show like the person says this and then the exact opposite happens. So I thought that's yes. what happened. <laughs> so I was so relieved when nothing happened and she came back and she told him, I was just like, thank God. Yeah. And so it all gets resolved, but let's go back to what Kelsey was talking about Tori, because Chloe still super pissed takes Francesca aside and basically is like, yo, what you did is messed up and I hate you and I'm not going to talk to you anymore for the next week, I guess, that we're on the island. <laughs> is this like a nuts overreaction? Um, I think it's pretty layered, honestly. I think I definitely understand where, she, where Chloe is coming from just because if you look at it this way, um, the girls have been, for the most part, the, those girls, Francesca and Chloe, have been in the house with each other the longest. So they're, mm-hmm. in terms of like friendships in the house, compared to, you know, Chloe and Corey, their relationship is a little bit stronger. They have, you know, they've talked, they probably, I'm sure they've talked a lot more off camera than we've been able to see mm-hmm. about their feelings, whether anyone feels like they're premature or anything. Like, even if we all just feel like Chloe is moving way too fast with, Corey then okay but they're still her feelings and so I understand because honestly Corey comes in and he has no loyalty to anyone which we already know and even though he's a guy and he let her on he still doesn't like he's still a new guy so I think she was frustrated because here you are thinking that someone is your friend and you've supported you know like Chloe I mean I don't think she had a chance with Harry because Harry didn't really like show any interest but Chloe, I think, if I'm not mistaken, kind of liked Harry a little bit in the beginning, and she completely laid off after mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. she saw that Harry liked Francesca. Really? And so I think that she was just kind of like expecting that same respect that everyone has had for each other. I think that no one has gone after Sharon since they saw that um, he was into Rhonda. Like no yep. one has really, besides Kells, I don't think anybody's really like crossed a boundary. And so mm-hmm. I think that she just felt like if we're the woman in the house and we haven't really had any issues so far, and we've all respected each other when it comes to everyone else. Why couldn't I get that same respect? Even if you feel like I just met this guy, which she did, you know, I just kind of, I think that's where she was coming from. And while, yes, she should have been equally as mad at Corey because he was just talking out the side of his neck and saying things that he didn't mean. I think she was more frustrated because she actually expects a certain type of loyalty from someone she considered to be a friend. I mean, they're sharing swimsuits. So clearly there's some some sort of like connection between the two. You know, they must Mm -hmm. be like some level of friends even if it's just mm-hmm. surface level so mm-hmm. i think that's why she was so frustrated yeah not angry enough to give the bikini back not angry <laughs> enough <laughs> right <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense um especially when you think about it in a hole with everybody there because everybody has been generally kind of respectful just like you mm-hmm. said um it's it seems like it's more of a thing that it went unresolved that Corey didn't say hey you know, we shared that thing, but I, I just got caught up in the moment. I, I don't think it we're really a match. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, man up and tell you, I'd really like to take 
Francesca out or something like that. Like, would Mm -hmm. that make it okay, Kelsey? Or do we think just no matter what happens, Francesca should have just said no flat out? No, I think, I mean, I see both sides because honestly, I wasn't, though I was like a little taken aback when she said yes, I don't think it's bad that she took the date and then ended up like showing Harry that she could say no because again this relationship has not been like years you know it's been a couple weeks so she's like okay I'm gonna test these waters this is what my my insides are saying so I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna prove to myself if I feel nothing else that like Harry is the one and Harry's the one I want to be with so I think yeah I think that that would have had or played a huge role you know if Corey had actually been a gentleman and chatted and communicated and shown Chloe like, hey, I like you. But he, I mean, he was just spinning game. He was like saying everything that like she wanted to hear and yeah. it wasn't at everything he felt. So, said, I mean, he, he was lying. You said a word there that we haven't heard on this show yet, gentlemen. I'm not quite sure what that I means. I know, I Doesn't know. matter. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna move on to the women's <laughs> workshop. Coming back is Shan. Shout out to the new Quibi host, Shan. Of course, this is a women's only workshop, Yoni Puja, which literally breaks down to vagina worship. Okay. Woo! (laughs) Gonna try to do this without getting our show demonetized. So um, the women have to shout out all the negative things they've heard about that female body part. Then they all have to get bottomless behind the little wall things and look at their vaginas with the mirrors that are provided. Mm -hmm. Um, Some, to me, seemed way too surprised at what it looked like. (laughs) Then, as the guys got to do, they got to do a little art project where they were supposed to draw their yoni. Um, Yes, so... And then they displayed it to everybody else. So let me run through this real quick. Uh, what everybody drew. Francesca, of course, thinks hers looks like heaven. Uh, Chloe thinks that hers doesn't look normal because it's not like the ones she sees in porn. And she also doesn't know how to spell condom. Here's what they all drew. Nicole drew a unicorn, rightly pointed out, an animal that doesn't exist and is fictional. Francesca drew a cat, which is like a literal euphemism, right? Mm-hmm. Madison just wrote a bunch of words in a heart. Lydia put the entire earth inside of her yoni. Chloe drew a butterfly, but also surrounded her vagina with a condom and uh, correctly, correctly asserted that she shouldn't just give it to anybody, should not. Big and then Rhonda, of course, reveals the, the, the child, that she has a child, and drew what, to me, looked like fallopian tubes. Uh, <laughs> after everybody went, Francesca was like, I'm stupid, why did I draw a cat? Okay, so... <laughs> a lot to unload here. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. We're talking female empowerment, right? Obviously, you guys talk to this a lot better than me. We're talking female empowerment, but from a base thing, it didn't seem that this was empowering or as connecting as what the guys did. The guys wrote, here are my problems and what's holding me back. And we're going to destroy what's holding me back. And now uh, this didn't seem to have that kind of, you know, mass to it, Jesse. 
I totally agree. I think there must be something that we're missing here because I do feel like it just didn't have the same emotional connection as the guys that did. Like the guys revealed something really deep about themselves to each other. So it's not just them seeing it. It's the other guys seeing it. So I just feel like with this, there must have been another piece because you don't just take a look down there, draw a picture and be like, oh, girl power. You know, like it just doesn't work (laughs) like that. So I feel like we're missing a piece and they just like put the funny things on the show, but we didn't see like what got them to the point where they're like, women's power, let's do this. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, amazing. It seems like, yeah, like Tori, it didn't seem like there was the bonding. There was no mud putting on each other and hugs and this kind of stuff. What'd you think? Yeah, and I- I think um, at first, like my initial reaction was definitely like everyone else just saying that like, there's no real bonding here. I mean, we're all in on separate wooden stages or whatever, but I think after like, look, after seeing the whole exercise play out, I think that was kind of the point. I think it was definitely to kind of push those um, gender boundaries that society has. Like the guys workshop was more about bonding and letting the guard down because often like society tells men that they're not allowed to do that. And then for the women workshop, I think it was more so about like not negatively viewing something that's a part of a part of your body. Mm -hmm. Because even though it was a funny little clip, what Chloe said was true. Like a lot of women start to feel self-conscious about parts of their body because it doesn't look the perfect way with all these Photoshop filters like it does on everyone else. And so it's crazy because I think a lot of women haven't done that exercise and don't know what to really expect when they look at themselves in the mirror. And so I think it was more so that was like more of the point was just kind of learning how to respect self and not letting other people determine how you should feel about things that are a natural part of you. Like, I think we can all agree that looking the exercises they did would cause a lot of negative comments Mm -hmm. in the, you know, in the world, if they were to do that, but like a guy doing it, is not that big of a deal. So I think the point of the workshops were to kind of break down those barriers and they I don't think they were geared to have the same type of results. Yeah, that's totally fair. Of course, we're all in quarantine right now and I think uh, many, many thousands of mirrors were taken out of their closets after this episode. Kelsey, what did you think of the workshop? You know, I agree actually with Tori. I, I liked it at the end. I was kind of like, I think that guys bond over talking about their like, parts you know I mean even how many guys at the beginning were like oh yeah like my penis is as big as this you know like that was their intro and and women wasn't it (laughs) yes air freshener like that that was like okay cool but like you never hear like women talk about that unless it's them being like objectified like oh yeah like my boobs are this big or they were bigger and the guys like that so I thought that it was all about them like appreciating themselves and being proud of what they had as individuals and then like being able to talk about it like proudly and then with one another so I kind of I liked it you know I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool I get what I understand what you guys are saying with like I, I do think we missed a part like I'm sure there was more to it like they sat and chatted about it more but I thought I was like I thought I understood it cool I I mean, it seemed to work from them because they all came back like really raw, like ready to go. Mm -hmm. Right away, Chloe is like, Corey, let's go. We're talking, right? And she kind of laid her all out there. And I was like, Corey, you're kind of being a jerk here, dude. Like she is completely right. Again, we talk often for these shows, optics, optics, optics. Are reality shows somewhat scripted? Yeah, they're not 100% real. We all know that. 
However, you're still a real person. You're going to come back. You're not playing a character. You're going to come back as Corey. This was, this would seem from the outside looking in that even if you're in this situation, you can go, Hey, there's a good way for me to handle this. You know what? You're right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. It was a gut thing. Mm -hmm. And and that's how I was feeling. And you're right. I did you wrong. and And you don't deserve that. Jesse, that's not what we got. Right. I mean, first I was so happy for Chloe for just like standing up for herself and just like going at him, but I'm also like not surprised at the result. And I'm happy about the result too, because it shows her who he is. And now cause she can just move on and like not be upset. Cause you don't want to be around mm-hmm. a guy that's like that anyways. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tori, were you glad she kind of set up for herself a little bit more now? Yeah. I'm glad that she like said exactly what was on her mind. I think she's never had a problem doing that before. So I wasn't necessarily surprised, but just with Jesse, I was really happy with the outcome. Of course, I was sad that it hurt her feelings, but I'm glad that he revealed his true colors. So now for the next episode, however long they're still there until the season finale, that she doesn't have to like stress over it. Like you, you know what I mean? Like when somebody shows you who you are, you take it for what it is and you walk out. And I think it's unfortunate, but we can't expect everyone to have the same level of maturity as everyone. I think that's just too good to be true. Like even in life, everyone who's the same age doesn't just automatically have this same level of maturity and common sense that we think they do. So like there has to be, you know, there's always going to be differing in opinions. I think that you can not agree with someone and not be as much of a jerk as Corey did. Cause I mean, he could have said like, well, my intentions were to, you know, feel out everyone and kind of explore my options like he didn't have to say it the way that he did but again I think we're just expecting too much out of someone who came in with the with the label of a grenade anyway so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it seemed like this odd maybe not odd unnecessary macho kind of tip when he could have literally just said you're completely right I'm sorry like I was an ass you're right 100% Kelsey how'd you feel (laughs) (laughs) how'd you feel when um uh Francesca and Chloe make up I was happy I mean I said it from the beginning I'm like I hate when females bash females over shit that guys do you know and then like Mm -hmm. I agree that everyone plays a role like takes you say it takes two to tango in this situation takes three to tango right so I was so happy so thrilled because I think that they both realized also like we don't need to be bashing each other we need to be here for one another and we are friends. We have been friends. We have a stronger relationship than either of us have with Corey, you know? So I was, I was thrilled. And I honestly have to say, not being a big Francesca fan from the beginning, I'm proud of her. I'm so proud of her. I always loved Chloe, but Francesca, I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. I liked, I like them getting back together. This is stupid stuff to fight about, especially like Corey and these guys yeah. you've known for 35 minutes. It's right. whatever, right? <laughs> you might as well come out of this, everybody being friends because half of them are going back to the UK anyway, right? So whatever. Right. And then right. super sweet, I think. David pops down, had his white collar shirt on. We knew he was ready for business and he wants to take Lydia on a date, which uh, just happened to be about five steps away from where the girls were Perfect. hanging out anyway. And they have some drinks and he says, let's be selfish. And they get a kiss. Tori, do we like this couple? Is David finally got what he deserves? Uh, The verdict is still out. The verdict is still out. I'm I'm not convinced. Like, even though in her confessional after the kiss happened, she said that she was starting to, like, understand the process of 
this whole thing. But I'm just not convinced. I just, of course, like I keep saying, there has to be conversations that we're not going to see because we can't see everything. But I'm just kind of like, what? When did y'all develop this deep connection to where y'all are, you know, committed? I just, maybe it's just mm-hmm. me like wanting to protect David and Chloe in this little like shell. I don't want them to get <laughs> hurt. But I'm just kind of like, are we sure that we want to do like is it worth is it a three thousand yeah. dollar kiss like is it really a three thousand dollar kiss right. but is it I, worth it and just ooh. sorry go ahead i was just i just really hope like i hope that it works out but there's like 75 percent of me that thinks that it's not yeah i mean jesse we've kind of said over and over again that there doesn't seem to be anything in the rules that you have to connect with somebody you've got to be in a couple or anything like that does this seem do we feel weird? Because everybody, all four of us have said over and over that we like David. He seems like a really stand-up guy. Is Does it seem like he's trying too hard just to have something or you think this is legit? I don't know. I mean, it's getting late in the process. So I feel like, is it just that he's so, like gone so long without anything that he's like dying for something and there's nobody else on, you know, in the house that he can connect with. So he just decides it's going to be her. But I don't know, like I'm the verdict's still out for me too. Like, I don't know how I feel about Lydia. Like, I do appreciate that she says that she understands the process, but does she really understand? Does David really feel this way about her? Or is it just that it's been three weeks and he hasn't had anything? So he's like dying for something. Yeah, needs a butt massage, Kelsey. What do you think yeah. of these two? <laughs> you know, I agree with both of you guys. I think that, oh, I don't know. I want to like hope for the best for both of them and I hate like being judgmental about it but it's like Lydia you've been there for a day how are you guys (laughs) have this like what I'm so confused I feel like I feel like David's just feeling lonely because he hasn't made a connection thus far and so this one girl who he thinks maybe it could happen with he's just like jumping the gun on and I don't know I'm just like you threw everything away that you've been building on and you're just you're like oh no let's do it like I'm like what excuse me so i don't know time oh, no. moves really best, really but... fast in the palapa you gotta you gotta <sighs> strike while the iron's hot so everybody goes to sleep supposedly everybody's snoozy time nappy time night 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 <laughs> however time. we know thanks to our night vision cameras <sighs> that they must know are there too uh that something happens with francesca and carrie we're not sure uh, only one of their heads is above the covers and she is covered and hidden away but i'm sure lana's not watching at night so no problem everything's gonna be fine everybody gets back together gathered together in the palapa of course and we run down our penalties so we knew from before of course that uh chloe and Corey had the three thousand dollars but we already accounted for that last time of mm-hmm. course we've got um Sorry, we've got Lydia and David with a kiss that knocked us down $3,000. So that's $49,000, right? And you can tell still that Kells is pissed at that kiss. Anything, what would be different if he actually had a girl with him to break some rules? But since it's everybody else, he's pissed. And then they really kind of float this and kind of keep us in suspense. But we find out that their activity that I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to say on here cost <laughs> $6,000, Francesca did. We should do, you know, between now and tomorrow, I'll do a quick tally at how much Francesca has cost the group because it's a lot. Um, and so now they're down to $43,000. That's basically where the episode ends. 
I want to go around, guys. There's nothing really to say coming off of that except that they have lost so much money now. Um, you know, let's just go around real quick. Um, who got lost? Kelsey and Jesse, you guys lost your boy, David. He couldn't hold I out. I, I really thought he was going to rate. I kind of forgot about that one. Oh, so did I. Please, David. Uh, and everybody else kind of stays the same. Let's just go around for some final thoughts and let's just do some predictions for the finale. Jesse. Um, I really like this episode. I thought it was really interesting um, with the girls. Like, I just love seeing all the girls and all the guys, just the whole house getting along really well. Um, I'm still not set sure about the new people if they are here for a reason other than just to join the group. Cause I think that might be unveiled later. <laughs> but my prediction is there's going to be, I think there's going to be like a, a change in the rules where you only get the money if something happens. I don't know like mm -hmm. what it is, but like there's mm -hmm. some stipulation that is like only part of you get the money because of whatever reason. I don't know what that is. Wow. Something. Yeah. Because the rules have never really been set out straight, right? Tori, Lana's never really given us a, here's A to Z, exactly what you guys are doing. What, do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, she never gave us the little rule book that Ikea usually gives you to put the stool together. But <laughs> So I definitely think in this next episode, I can't really say exactly what it's going to be because I really don't know. But there's definitely going to be like a large twist, if not two or three, as to who gets the money and how. I, I'm kind of just convinced that everyone's not going to walk away with an even amount, mm -hmm. or if any, because at this rate, we might not have anything to split up. But I think there's going to be like some large twist. There there might be some like grenades revealed, like we really understand people's motives. I don't know. I think it's going to be like something super crazy. Then it also makes me wonder like why the grenades are there, because the season finale is already next episode. Mm -hmm. yeah kelsey oh and i also oh, think, yeah. sorry i also think that um some people are going to be a little frustrated with francesca because of the way the episode ended um i think that even though they're all kind of like on board with everyone making genuine connections i think they kind of looked at that as a careless mistake from what i kind of gathered from the gas and yeah. side eyes that they had so i think that's going to be either a conversation or it might cause some rift in the group again i keep waiting for kels to throw a table Kelsey. <laughs> I do too, but I'm so interested to see. I know what I think is that the money is not going to be equally split. Mm -hmm. I think some of them are going to walk away without anything and some of them are going to walk away with more. But I think that we're going to see things like Kels who hasn't done anything really, like he hasn't done anything bad, but he also hasn't really made a connection or grown in his, yeah. uh, like himself. So I think that we're going to see things like he expects more and he's not going to get it. I don't know. I'm so, I'm so excited for this episode. I'm just like, I, I, I'm kind of with Jess. I think that the grenades, maybe not all of them, but at least like, I don't know, Corey, cause he sucks. Like maybe Corey was there for all the wrong reasons, trying to like break them up. There has to be something, there has to be some twist because I feel like up until now it's been like relatively smooth sailing. Yeah. I'm excited. I want there to be some twist. I also want them to come season two with bigger twists. I want there to be more strategic element. Last thing real quick, and, uh, and we'll go reverse, re we'll go reverse <laughs> order. Basically right now, let me toss this out, okay? We've got Sharonda. We've got Harry and Francesca. And let's say for argument's sake, we've got David and Lydia. That feels pretty solid. Do we think, Kelsey there's any new coupling going to happen next episode? 
Oof. I mean, kind of this whole time I've wanted Kels and Nicole to like get together. All right. I just don't think I'm. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. It would be like cool. That's that's me being helpful. Um, besides that, no, I don't think so. All right, Tori. Anybody new gonna get together? Ooh, I'm such an indecisive Libra, but I know. I, if I had to like give a solid answer, I'm gonna say no, only right. because like there's only one episode left, yeah. and like I, like yeah. Kelsey, I kind of wanted Nicole to end up with Matt but you see that's not going to happen so I don't know but I also (laughs) wonder if Matt and Haley might like make a guest appearance in the Mm. season finale Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one that's a good one what if they're dating Jesse any new couples (laughs) I don't think so Mm. I just think it's too late in the season I just don't I just don't see it happening I'm hopeful because I want to see some drama, but I think it's going to be fairly set. I I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I hesitate to think that the finale might be kind of a letdown because they're already kind of coupled <sighs> up. It doesn't seem like anybody else is going to do anything. You know, yeah. Corey doesn't have anybody else to really try to break up. I don't know, guys, we are going to see. That is going to do it for episode seven. Thank you so Ooh. much, everybody. Hanging out with us all weekend, all seven episodes. You guys have been here. We're reading your comments. We love you guys so much. Again, just a reminder, we're doing episode eight tomorrow, which is Monday, April 20th at 3 p.m. PST. Mm-hmm. We hope you guys can join us live. Jesse's always in the chat reading what you guys have to say. Until mm-hmm. tomorrow, Kelsey, make sure it's number two, guys. Just remember, the number one, Kelsey, we don't like this number one. Kelsey, Kels Meyer, two on everything everything <laughs> not one don't go not near Tori. no you guys can find me on instagram at toxic model or on twitter at tori with two e's jesse you can find me all over social media at athletic guys once again thank you so much like i said in the beginning after buzz has got you guys covered watch all the different shows anything you want to see we've got an after show for you many of them including us four we love seeing you all the time my name is mike feeling you can follow me everywhere at mike feeling Until tomorrow, when we say goodbye to the Palapa, good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.